What's up, guys? It's K Money here. Then back with your K Money thoughts of the week. This week, I'm going to be breaking down Star Wars updates. What is coming to Star Wars? I'm going to be talking about my uh, least favorite to favorite Star Wars movies, uh, and that includes shows. So, any basically any Star Wars content uh, other than the Clone Wars series, because I'm still working through that. Have not gotten a chance to watch all of those, so I will be leaving that one out of my list today. But uh, I, I wanted to talk to you guys today about what is next for Star Wars? Because a lot of people have been, uh, a lot of people have been been theorizing, been talking. What it, what is next? What comes after Episode Nine? What comes after Kylo Ren and Rey and and the Skywalker Saga? And and I'm very thankful that the Skywalker Saga is over. I think they did what they needed to do. I believe they could have stopped with the prequels, uh, but I am glad that they are finally moving away from the Star Wars saga and when it comes to their movies and moving forward uh, into some new Star Wars content. And then the next Star Wars content, I don't know if you guys saw the trailer, uh, but Disney or, or Star Wars released a trailer talking about what they are working on next, what the next uh, chapter of Star Wars, the Star Wars universe is going to look like. And it is, it's, it's actually called uh, it's actually called Star Wars The High Republic. And if you don't know what Star Wars The High Republic is, uh, you're not alone. I, I don't know a whole lot about it either. All I do know is that uh, it takes place about 250 years before Phantom Menace, so before uh, any of the Star Wars content that we see in the movies, before Obi-Wan, Qui-Gon Jinn, the little tiny Anakin. Uh, it takes place about 250 years before that. So, as far as we're concerned of, of what what could be in it, what, what things we will already know about, really the only thing that, uh, if, if you're just a Star Wars movie seer, you don't pay attention to the TV shows or, or the comics or backstories of anybody, really probably the only person that you will know or understand or, or, or only story you will know or understand that is 250 years ago is the story of Yoda, because uh, Yoda's like 900 and something years old, so... He obviously was around 250 years ago. He, uh, I'm willing to bet, was a Jedi and uh, had a lightsaber. I don't know if he had a cane. Who knows how long they're babies because Baby Yoda is 50 years old. Uh, but who knows? So about 250 years before Phantom Menace. So my guess is Yoda will probably have uh, a small part in those movies. Uh, hopefully it's a small part. Hopefully it's just maybe some Easter eggs. Because uh, what I really don't want is I really do not want them to uh, just think that they have to keep referencing the Skywalker saga in their next chapter. And and I really hope that, sure, I, I would love to get some small references of Yoda, but uh, I, I don't want them to lean on the success of episode 4, 5, and 6. And just assume, oh, hey, we, we have to keep referencing, like, the Skywalkers and the Prophecy and Yoda and all these different people. Uh, so I'm, I'm kind of hoping that uh, the actors, obviously, uh, there, there's, there's always going to be rumors and talks of, like, big-time actors. And uh, in my opinion, I, I truly want Star Wars to just get some no-name actors, like, no-name actors that, that not a whole lot of people know about. Uh, because Star Wars will make you famous as an actor. R regardless if it's good or if it's a bad movie. It made Daisy Ridley famous. It made 
uh, so many people famous. So just get a new, fresh Star Wars movie. But at the same time, with the recent, uh, I'm not going to say failure, but not necessarily a lot of success with the this latest trilogy, uh, I do think for people that are just casual moviegoers, uh, they will need a big hype uh, actor or a big name that will draw them in. Because as Star Wars fans, the Star Wars fandom is ridiculous. They they are the they are the the meanest fans, but the greatest fans. They will see Star Wars no matter what, and it doesn't matter whatever Star Wars comes out. It, here's the thing: I'm gonna watch it. I love Star Wars, uh, but as as a casual moviegoer that uh, went to go see Episode Seven, Eight, Nine, maybe didn't like them. They might need a big name actor in order to draw them back to the theater. Uh, due to the last trilogy. But with with that said, uh, another update that I, that I wanted to talk about, if you haven't heard, uh, there's some new names, uh, there's some new big name directors uh, that are moving into the Star Wars universe. And if you don't recognize these names, let me just break it down to you real quick. Uh, if you are a Marvel fan, if you are a, a MCU, Marvel Cinematic Universe fan, then you should be excited for the next uh, next chapters in Star Wars because there are movies in the Star Wars universe that are set to be directed and, and be made by uh, the, the Marvel president, Kevin Feige. I, I don't think he's the president. He's really high up, and, and Kevin Feige is responsible uh, basically for creating the Marvel Cinematic Universe. He's worked his way up in his position uh, over the last 10, 15, 20 years, and he has done a great job. And if, if he can do what he did in the Marvel Cinematic Universe, if he can create something different in the Star Wars universe, that'll just be really exciting for all Star Wars and even just moviegoer fans. Uh, also, not only Kevin Feige, but Taika Waititi and John Favreau. Now, Taika Waititi, if you don't know who that is, uh, I just started hearing about him the last couple of years, but he he directed Thor: Love and Thunder. Uh, he he made uh, arguably the best episode of The Mandalorian. Uh, so he he's doing a lot of stuff, and 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 his name is really exciting to hear about. Uh, that he is going to be working on another Star Wars content for us. Also, John Favreau. If you don't know John Favreau, watch his stuff. Uh, he made Iron Man. He basically launched the Marvel Cinematic Universe, and he created The Mandalorian. So there's a lot of good things, great things happening in the Star Wars universe. Uh, and a lot of them have to do with the fact that Marvel is now coming into play. Uh, and those people that are working on Marvel stuff are now moving into the Star Wars universe. And it's going to be pretty exciting to see what they have. So uh, next thing I got, I want to move into my, my top... My, the order of favorite Star Wars movies. Now I'm uh, I'm gonna leave out Rogue One, uh, and The Mandalorian and Solo because those are they're, they're not chapters in the movie. They're 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 kind of they're kind of just randomly placed. Uh, they're they're like cash grabbers. Uh, so they make these movies to create money for them and to, to bring in money, which which they do. Like you put the name Solo. On a movie, people are going to go see it, and Harrison Ford doesn't pop up, and they're all upset. Uh, 
but I will talk about these movies. There will be spoilers. Uh, the Rise of Skywalker has been out for a while now, so if you haven't seen it, I'm, uh, leave, don't listen anymore, go watch it, and then come back and listen, because uh, I will be discussing spoilers. Uh, but my order for the, the off-brand movies are Solo is third, Rogue One is second, and then Mandalorian is first. Uh, the Mandalorian is awesome. If you have not seen The Mandalorian, if you don't have Disney+, Plus, do the free trial if you're not willing to pay and just binge watch. I think there's like eight or nine episodes of The Mandalorian. Uh, it's just, it's full of Easter eggs, references, and it, it, it really does feel uh, like an original trilogy Star Wars movie, but in a TV show. Uh, it's really exciting. It's really fun. So go and check out The Mandalorian, also created by Jon Favreau. And if you haven't heard anything on Baby Yoda, he's like the greatest thing in the world. So go and check him out, and we will be right back with my top favorite to least favorite Star Wars movies. All right, we are back here. I got my least favorite to most favorite Star Wars movies. Now, again, if you didn't hear the last time or if you are uh, deaf, didn't pay attention, we are going to talk about spoilers. So leave right now if you have not seen any of these movies. Uh, starting at number nine, my least favorite Star Wars movie. And if I get a little negative, I am sorry. I am just expressing my opinion. I am just expressing how I feel. Uh because some of these movies are just bad. They are just awful. And number nine, the newest, most recent movie, The Rise of Skywalker. Guys, I don't even know how to explain this movie. I, I, I will start off with something positive. I, I will sandwich the negativity with positiveness. Uh, the more I saw The Rise of Skywalker, the more I liked it little by little. Because every time after I saw it, after the first time, I got to just sit and just enjoy uh, the excitement, just enjoy the references that it was bringing. But really, it, it was it was really just J.J. Abrams just saying, hey, uh, Ryan Johnson, you screwed up my last movie with The Last Jedi. So I'm just I'm, I'm going to I'm going to just slap you in the face and undo everything that you did and just give the fans completely what they want. Now I understand like you have to please the fans as a movie maker, but you, you, you need to keep us guessing. You need to keep us on edge. I, I don't want every theory that I have to come true. I want some of them to come true, but I want them to come true with, with twists to where I'm not 100% right on what I want and what I think is going to happen. You have to blow me away. So, uh, Rise of Skywalker, it was, uh, in the words of my friend Corey, who has his own podcast, uh, uh, I believe it's the, the, the Bash Bro, something like that, I'll, I'll put him later in the podcast, uh, but he says it's Star Wars Greatest Hits, and, and Episode 9 really is Star Wars Greatest Hits, literally, it's references from all nine movies, all packed into one, and then... Uh, it's it's this like super. It's supposed to be a super fun movie, and then we get to the ending uh, where Palpatine decides that he wants to take over the galaxy. Uh, and just so you know, he he he's in the beginning of the movie for some random reason. Kylo Ren knows how to find him, and he finds him. And Palpatine tells Kylo Ren that Rey is his granddaughter, 
Uh, so just think about that. Uh, Palpatine, in order to have a granddaughter, has to uh, have a daughter. And in order to do that, he has to have somebody that has been with him. So uh, do it. Yeah. Uh, so that's just weird to think about. Also, we, have, we, 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 we had no reference that Palpatine would ever come back. In Episode 7, in Episode 8, we had no reference other than the fact that in Episode 7, when Rey fights with the lightsaber, uh, she has Palpatine's form where she, like, holds it uh, and then, like, spirals at the person she's trying to attack. Uh, that is the only thing that you could say, that's the only thing that they had in the movies that to point that Palpatine was coming back. And then at the end of the movie, it was so great. Like Star Wars is so jealous of Marvel that they have to even copy uh, their what they do. Because at the end of the movie, all hope is lost. And they're about to die. That Everything's about to be destroyed. But what happens? Here comes Falcon on your left. Nope, not Falcon. Here comes Lando. Ho, 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 ho. Brings an entire fleet and they save the day. Of course that's going to happen, uh, but that is a reference to Avengers Endgame. I do not give any originality to Star Wars The Rise of Skywalker. Also, Ray's little quote of, I am all the Jedi. Okay, there was a cool moment to see all those Jedi and hear their voices, but they could have did something different than the classic, I am Iron Man, I am Inevitable, and I am all the Sith, and I am all the Jedi. Like, it was just... It, it just, it made me mad watching the movie. And that is why it is my number nine. When we come back, we will get to our next couple of least favorite movies and slowly make our way up to our favorites. All right, we are back. And we are back. Number nine was The Rise of Skywalker. Number eight coming in my second to least favorite was The Last Jedi. Now, how fitting that The Last Jedi episode eight is my eighth favorite. Well, I guess I could say second least favorite because I don't really like it at all. But I actually, I really liked where they were going with The Force Awakens. But I was just not a fan how they handled Luke Skywalker in this movie. Uh, I believe they did him a lot of injustice and and did him terribly wrong. Uh, I did not like when they decided to reveal that Rey was a nobody. Uh, I mean, I'm, I'm glad she wasn't a nobody. I wasn't too excited about who she was, uh, as talked about in Episode Nine. But I was disappointed that they decided to reveal she was a nobody. I'm ultimately disappointed that Ryan Johnson just did not do a good enough job uh, or didn't want to at least stay on track with episode seven. Because uh, really, Snoke had been built up for two years. Two years this villain was built up, and I was excited for him. And they decide to kill him. Now, don't get me wrong. The, the scene where he dies is my favorite scene in the movie, ultimately because it's the most epic scene in the movie. Uh but I also hate that they killed him. I was hoping that he was going to come back, but turns out he was actually a nobody and he had nothing to do with anything. And it, he doesn't even really matter. Uh, I just, I was so disappointed with this movie almost as much as I was with rise of Skywalker. But the reason rise of Skywalker is lower is simply because, uh, yeah, I, I was so mad that JJ Abrams was just like, I'm going to just going to take the star Wars fans for granted, assume they're going to enjoy my reference movie. And yeah, so uh, rise of Skywalker's nine last Jedi is eight. Number seven is the phantom menace. 
Now, this movie, by far, in my opinion, has the best villain. Darth Maul is awesome. He is insane. I was really upset when they killed him at the end of the movie, uh, and less upset when they brought him back. And if you haven't seen Solo or any of the Clone Wars or any of, basically any Star Wars content outside of the movies, uh, uh, Darth Maul is brought back to life. He, he is still alive. He still has this double lightsaber, and it is sick, and I cannot wait for a live-action Obi-Wan versus Darth Maul rematch. Uh, but this movie has the best villain. I love Liam Neeson in this movie, but really, that's it. That That's it for me. Is, is For this movie, for me to enjoy it, I have to fast-forward through an hour and a half to get to the final battle. And I know that's pretty childish uh, to not want to watch the politics, but that's how cringy this, this movie is for me. Uh, yeah, so that's it. Number seven is The Phantom Menace. Number six, now this is arguably going to be the one that people give me a lot of grief for because this was really the movie that uh, changed the, the movie universe in, in Star Wars Episode Four: A New Hope. It's coming in at number six. Don't get me wrong, I love this story. I love it. But for me, it's just not entertaining. <laughs> it's just not an entertaining movie. And... Maybe that's because it's old, and I don't know. Uh, but it's just not entertaining for me, and that's why it comes in. I, I really have nothing else to say about A New Hope, other than the fact that it has a great story. It's just not a movie that I can sit down and watch over and over again. Uh, episode or Number five, number five, we got Star Wars Episode Two: Attack of the Clones. Wait, is that what it... Yeah, that's what it's called. Uh, Star Wars Episode Two: Attack of the Clones. Now, this movie is supposed to be a fun movie. Now, I love Jedi. I love when there's lightsaber scenes. I love it all. Uh, and so ideally, I should love this movie because the end battle is a huge lightsaber war. Uh, but really, I cannot get over how bad the, t the the villain is. Count Dooku is awful in this movie. The, the I just, I, I could not catch on to him. Uh, this movie does have one of my favorite moments in when Yoda gets his lightsaber out. I saw this movie in theaters and it had just as much applause as Avengers Endgame had in some of its moments. So I do love Yoda getting his lightsaber out. But Count Dooku is bad. The script was bad. The sand was bad. <coughs> uh, my favorite thing about the prequels, though, is uh, Obi-Wan and... Shoot, who is that actor? I have forgotten this man's name. Uh... So many times. I don't know. We'll come back with our final top four. And maybe I will remember this guy's name when we get back. We'll see you guys in a second. Hello there. I'm back with you guys. And that was Ewan McGregor. Yes, I remembered the name. I did not have to look it up. It came to me right as we went to the break. Uh, Ewan McGregor is my favorite thing about the prequels, and he's probably most people's favorite thing about the prequels. Uh, but with that said, we're moving on to number four. Number four is The Empire Strikes Back. Now, again, this is another one of those movies really hard to like because of how old it is, uh, but it is wonderfully made. It's a great story, uh, and I, I had written down, I had perfect, perfect movie, just a little boring. Uh, if that movie was made today with that same story, just a little better action scenes, uh, it, it would have been great. But I understand this movie changed the course of movies uh, along with the first one. Uh, 
And when Darth Vader revealed that he was his father, that set the tone really for villains to come in movies uh, for so long. So I, I do have Empire Strikes Back as number four. Uh, and just so everybody knows, once we got to number four, these are really my favorite, like, I like these movies. Everything past number four is, uh, I just kind of put up with them because they have Star Wars in the name. But number four is The Empire Strikes Back. Coming in at number three. Now, just as much as I did not like the sequel trilogy, I actually really, really, really liked The Force Awakens. I was so excited when this movie came out for this trilogy because, in my opinion, I they had so much stuff. Uh, this movie ha- opened up so many questions. Who is Rey? Who is Kylo Ren? Uh, well, we knew who Kylo Ren was, but uh, how was he... What, what was his character? His character arc is amazing. Adam Driver does a great job, regardless of what we think about the, the sequel trilogy. Kylo Ren, that actor, he kills it. But who is Rey? Uh, how did Maz get the lightsaber, which they did not answer and is really upsetting? Uh, but uh, who is Snoke? There's just so many questions this movie opens up. And I was really excited. This was This was my third favorite, one of my favorite Star Wars movies because it was well-made. <clears throat> and and I was I was just so excited and I love the name Ray. Like the name Ray is just super cool. But anyway, besides that, the potential that this movie brought was just so amazing. And then Ryan Johnson and then JJ Abrams, the man who created the success, also killed it. So uh JJ, stop making Star Wars movies. But that comes in at number three is The Force Awakens. Number two, number two is episode three, Revenge of the Sith. This movie is the most fun Star Wars movie that you can watch. It might be kind of weird in some areas. It might have a bad script. Uh, But Ewan McGregor and Hayden Christensen, I love this movie. I I, I love the action, and it is just all action. And if you know me, you know that that is what I look for. I want to be entertained. I want to have a fun movie experience. Uh, And the the battle with Yoda and Palpatine and Anakin and Obi-Wan is insane. It is awesome. If you haven't seen Revenge of the Sith, go watch it. If you don't want to sit through a three-hour movie or two-and-a-half-hour movie, then go watch the fight on YouTube. It is insane. Also, it's insane because of the music. Also, something J.J. Abrams could not do. And coming in at number one, if you know how to, uh, if you know all the Star Wars movies and you've been keeping track of my list, then you know what is next because it's the only one left. Number one is Return of the Jedi. This movie was fun. The story was great. Sure, it had its plot holes, but it was an overall fun movie, especially for a movie that was made over 20 years ago, over 30 years ago. Uh, it, it was it was a fun movie. It was not your typical uh, old, boring, political... It, it was just a fun movie, and it brought in... Uh, it ended uh, a great trilogy, a great story trilogy, and it ended it with some fire. It ended it with some fireworks. Uh, so... I loved Return of the Jedi. It's been my favorite Star Wars movie since I've seen the Star Wars movies. Uh, <coughs> but other than that, that is my top, that, that is my favorite to least favorite, or I guess least favorite to favorite Star Wars movie uh, list. So that's all I got for you guys today. Thanks for tuning in. Uh, make sure you click on that little star favorite. My, my uh, what is this thing called? Uh, shoot, I don't know. Favorite my account. Uh, just click on the star. Go follow my Instagram page at kthoughts2020. Uh, 
yeah, do whatever you can. Please help me out. I love that you guys are listening in, and I cannot wait to get back next week and give you guys my thoughts on something else. See you guys.